Another exclusive live session with the Hype Magazine. You need to stop what you're doing. Pay attention. World famous Hype Magazine. Going down right now. Back at it again, Hype Magazine is listening. Y'all know I do what I do, and I always promise you three things. The latest, the greatest, and nothing but the exclusive. And tonight, listen, tonight's one of the nights. Tonight's one of the nights that don't happen too often. So this is for my music lovers. This is for those who understand what it really is for an artist to be an artist because when I say the name Marcus Lakey Edwards, and you may act like you don't know, but when I say the name Lil Kiki, you understand you got to bow down to a true legend. I'm talking entering the game in 1993 and still going strong, baby, almost 30 years later. Listen, when I say the latest, the greatest, and now I got the exclusive. What's going on, Lil Kiki? What you doing? I was good, man. I thank y'all for having me, man. It's an honor. Definitely, definitely. So I'm going to jump into this, you know. I got to so – I'm Diamond Keystone, Lil Kiki. I'm one of those – I'm going to ask you some hard questions. And the hardest question of your career is about to come out my mouth. Are you ready? I'm ready. You got to tell me this, Lil Kiki. When did you first fall in love with music? Um, Young, way before rap. You know, I'm, I grew up in the – in in houses where they cleaned up to Luther Vandross and Freddie Jackson and all right. and computer love and all that. I fell in love with music way from that time, from packing the radio around with the cassettes from from rememorizing Run DMC, Peter Piper, Pig Pepper, mm-hmm. Run Rock Run. I, hey, I, I've been fell in love with it. I love it. Wow, you took it back. Now, knowing that you entered into the music game in your teenage years, we're talking 1993, what was it like for you first entering into the industry, like really coming into your own as part of the Southern Hip Hop Collective Screwed Up Click? In 93, we hadn't formed it yet. Those were the early years of me kind of still being in high school and um, – and 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 right then we were just we would we were we were making our waves. You know what I'm saying? We were starting the mixtape game in ninety three, ninety four it started to pick up a little bit. By ninety five we were me and Fat Pat had start kind of taking control of being, you know, big street star big street stars in the in the screw tape game. And then by ninety six, when Screw dropped his first tape, um, three in the morning, we started to take off from that. Everything started to kind of pick up. I had the first single on three in the morning, which was Pimp to Pen. And things just started to kind of snowball from there. Mm, I know that's fine. So, what has your career been like for you? I mean, we're talking almost thirty years of nonstop making it happen. So, for you as an artist, I know you understand that that's not something that comes easily. So, as we head into this damn near um, third decade of you doing what it is you do, how do you how how do you look at your career as it has evolved over time? Um, I just I just I tell people all the time, man, you know, it it wasn't never really it gets to a point sometimes that it's not really about the sales or any of that. It just becomes about believing in the music and about the mm-hmm. consistency to keep doing it. It's not gonna always work according to plan. Every time. It's not going to always work according to plan, but do you believe in the music? Do you believe in yourself enough to keep going and keep going? And and that's the only thing that set me apart from a lot of people, man. I kept believing, and 
I took the equation out of was it about the sales or was it about this. It's about how much I love it, man, and do I want to continuously do it. That's what it became about for me. Mm, I like that. Now, being a person who loves music, so I was in high school um, in the early 2000s, you know, class of 03 kind of shit. But I got to ask you, so I know for me, um, 02, 03, 04 was that time in my life where I was real music heavy. So you as an artist, during that time, you gave us Birds Fly South, Street Stories, Changing Lanes, and Currency. Those came out during those pivotal years for me. Now, I got to ask you as an artist, for you, the genius behind the creations of these projects, when it comes to Birds Fly South, Street Stories, Changing Lanes, or Currency, of those bodies of work, which one would be your favorite and why? Really, those CDs are part of what was happening in my maturation process. I don't mm. even, like, some of those CDs, man, um, like Birds Fly Stop, I recorded that in one night. Wow. Three stories, I recorded that in one night. You know what I'm saying? All of it. Well, what I mean by that one night is I got all the beats, wrote it all, went to the studio, did it all in one day. I was doing a series with a guy from California. His name was Poetic. And those were just some tapes that was adding. I tell people one time in 2012, I did 12 CDs in one year. And and, and wow. even with before that time doing it, I'm saying I'll let to say, I never knew that streaming was coming. I never knew that I would own all these CDs and it was happening. I just kept believing in the rap. Now it's 25 years later, I own those CDs. They're mine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I own these particular CDs now, and um, it's a, that's a big difference. You know what I'm saying? That, that's a big difference in owning the, the CD, and I never knew. So some of those street stories and, 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 and Birds Fly South and Currency, they were a part of me just growing in music and keep going. To be honest, those weren't some of my greatest times of being up in my career. Those were some of my times of just still holding on and still fighting, coming from big, big albums and getting new deals and trying to figure it out. Some of those tapes were from that particular era, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't always a it, – it, it wasn't always peaches and cream, for sure. Mm. So now, as we ride on to you still doing your thing, I know that we're just um, – we're actually still in rotation. You just dropped a single called We From Texas. Tell me about it. Mm -hmm. Tell me about this particular we song or why you chose – this one to drop at the end of um, 21? Now, the reason why I was getting ready for the album and I felt like I wanted to put a great deal of working and a great deal of um, effort into the album. So one of the things I wanted to do, man, since my career started, is I've been on a mission for repping Texas and making sure that Texas get the the the, the the right accolades that they should get, they supposed to get. We used to be so strong in supporting our own and getting by our own. That's how we were selling these hundreds of thousands independent and selling 200,000. We were doing this in our own state. So when I came from, we from Texas, I just wanted everybody to be excited about being from Texas again, from Beaumont, Port Arthur, uh, um, um, Tyler, Longview, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas, Houston. I just wanted everybody back excited about being from Texas and, once I did that and I made that post and I made them understood that this what this movement was about, 
about the soundtrack that I'm getting ready to do for my album with all these Texas legends on here. We're going to start with We From Texas, Slim Thug, Lil Kiki, Zero, and Sauce Walker, and just representing the culture of being from Texas. Because we honor Georgia. We honor Florida. We honor New York. We honor California. We love their artists. We listen to them every day. And we used to have that same type of feeling and vibe about our music and our artists. So that was my mission with that, man. I've been on a mission since Don't Mess With Texas. I'm on that same mission. Mm, no, that's fine. Now, as you, you you just said, you dropped it. We know that Legend is coming this month. With an album that is named like it's named Legend, what can the fans expect from you when this project drops? Well, they're gonna. what I want them to expect is, wow, after 25 years later, 30, almost 30 years later, look at this man's effort. Look at his Look at his look at his mindset about still doing what he's supposed to do and 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 elevating and adapting to what's going on, changing with time, you know. And what I mean by that is going to get the DJ Chosen and the Beat King beats and 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 going to mess with the still adjusting to what's happening and never giving up on you know and never giving up on just keeping moving forward. So that's what they're gonna Absolutely. see in the album. Look at Look at the growth, man. Look at look he's grown, but at the same time he had no problem with adjusting. Man, I've been adjusting from vinyl to cassettes to CDs to streaming all the way to the NFT. It don't matter. I'm gonna adjust. You know what I'm saying? Right. To make sure that I can continuously work on my relevance. So that's what it's always been about with me. Mm. Now, being the legend and the mogul that you are, as you continue to adjust and adapt and stay relevant. What's it like for you as you see this new generation, like you said, the Chosen and the Beat Kings and the Ericas coming out of Houston holding it down for the city? I love it, man. I love it because I never I never put people or have them under the pressure to continuously to do what we do. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, you know, do you. Do what y'all do. You know what I'm saying? Do what makes y'all best. And um, that really that that really means something to me. You know what I'm saying? Like for 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 artists to um represent what they represent. So I follow everything. Like DJ chose, I go get him. Like I tell people all the time, I've never actually myself did a um did a a auto tune track, but I I have a, I have lots of it. On my album, though, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, not lots of it. I got lots, not lots of it on my album, but I have lots of it on in my catalog because I still deal with the artists who do that. I didn't knock it. I didn't go in, man. I'm not from that era. I'm not. No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying, just because, just because I don't go in the studio and, and do an auto tune track, that don't mean that I'm not a fan of it or I don't uh, represent right. for the people from my city that do that. So yeah, man, I, I, I pay, I pay, I tell her, and I'm gonna tell it to you. The same way I tell it to them with every other interview that I do. Man, for as much homage and respect that y'all have for me on this telephone, man, I got the same amount of admiration and respect for y'all for paying that homage to me. For 25 years later, um, taking this interview, for still talking about my career, I'm very grateful and appreciative that somebody is still celebrating uh, me 25 years later. That's a fact. Right, right. Definitely understand. Much respect. So, do this for me. For the artists 
who are new to the industry, who look up to Lil Kiki, who look to you as a source of inspiration, those words of encouragement from the legend, from a mogul that you could give to them, what would you say to them brand-new artists coming in, into the industry trying to find their own? Well, what I would say was, man, I've been saying this a lot this week, and hopefully it resonates to a few artists. What I would say, man, for real, is see how fast that you can mature. You get what I'm saying? See how fast that you can mature based on, you know, you know, some of the things you're going to achieve later in your career, you're going to get them early if you're just maturing to them. And that don't always happen. That's a hard thing to do. But from the smallest things, just from being on time, being straight with people, you know what I'm saying, uh, being serious about your craft and when you want to do it and taking care of your business. These are things right. that you do later in your career when you start to see that you may be finna lose it or it's not going the way that you want to. Then people start doing different things like that. But I would say, man, if you can and you're watching the game and you're from around it, do it just like you would do in the streets. If you watch the OGs in the streets, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna make a great decision you know, based on them seeing. Do the same thing with the rap game. Look at some of these rappers and some of these OGs and how they handle themselves and how they matured into their interviews and different things that they do and see how that can, you know, help you into your maturation process. That's what I would give them, maturing faster, because that's what it's all about. You're going to be young. You're going to spend money. You're going to have a great time. I can't knock none of that. But some things that's waiting on you, you can get too faster if you just take a faster approach of maturing. That's what I think. Mm, I know that's right. Now, as we get ready for Legend to drop, pre-orders is out now, self-made, 713-SLF-M-A-D-E-713.com. Do me a favor. Of the 16 tracks they'll get to hear when it drops, if you had to pick one that was your personal favorite of this project, which song would it be and why? I have two. I would say probably the first two. And the first two uh, would be having things and um, um, having things. And the next one is called holding. Having things is a track that's produced by the Justice League. It shows a reason why I'm picking it because it starts the album off showing that I want to go a different way, a different sound, something used okay. unusual with that sound, real big. So that 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 meant something to me. That's why I made it number one because it was very. It's a very big track, and I just want to let people from the top of the album see which way I'm going. And the second track is Holding, featuring Juicy J, because he gave me, he not gave, he, he offered to do some production for me. We got the thing, and then when he heard what I put on the track and the, and the hook and the chorus and everything, he was excited about doing the verse. So to get the verse out of him when I had no expectations of getting the verse, I really was just going to get the track to get the verse out of Juicy J for it to become a big song like that. Those are my two favorites, and not just because of what I'm rapping about, just the process that it took to make those two, and I'm just excited about that. It starts the album off real well. Mm. Well, as y'all go get Legend, y'all play track one and two, I'm going to tell y'all right now, Diamond Keys on telling y'all, I'm biased. Track three is my favorite because the artist I, <laughs> I work with, Colleen Crusoe, shout out to Cole. Is on track I love that song. Right. I love that song, man. So, for the fact that Lil Kiki got my baby, Colleen Cruzo, on track number three, and for what the song <laughs> represents, as y'all play one and two, so as y'all play having things and going to holding, keep going, because track three, Street Dreams, is the truth. Listen, 
I can respect as I can we, respect As we continue to rock with you, to vibe out with you, to see the continued growth and evolution of who you become as an artist, tell me this. When you're not making music, when you're in a zone all your own, you're like, listen, let me just unplug from it. What's something you enjoy that you enjoy doing in your personal time? I love sports. I'm I'm real okay. big in sports. I'm a I'm a I'm a football head. I come from coaching little league football, owning little league football teams all the way to but I'm just a I'm just a big, big sport head. Um I, I watch it, I gamble on it, uh, I argue about it all day. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a passion of mine. So I really, really truly I'm really truly truly entwined with sports. That's my second love for sure. Well, if you say and that you're just, a family and being a family man, taking care of my family too. Of course. I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Favorite football team? The state of Texas. So that's the Texas and the Cowboys. <laughs> oh, that's what you're doing. Favorite basketball yeah, I, team? I, the Lakers and the Rockets. Okay, Lakers and the Rockets. And if I if I ask you to give me who your top athlete is, if you had to put some money on a game but with this one person, who would it be? Oh, that's black. That's for sure. Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Listen, yeah, you know, I, I love Tom Brady. Brady. I love everything he do. But if I got to put some money on somebody, I'm going to put it on black. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Ladies no and doubt about it. I've told y'all, do me this favor, Lil' Kiki. Let them know where they can find you at on all things social media. Don Key 713 D-O-N-K-E-713. Uh, or you can just press in Lil' Kiki and I'll pop right up for you. You can just press it in right there and I'll pop right up. Legend yes, dropping Legend. February this month. It's coming. They ready. Yes, sir. Yo, little February from the bottom of my heart, on behalf of myself and Hype Magazine, I appreciate you. I thank you for allowing us to get up in tune and get personal in your shit. We ready for this album. Shout out to you and the continued progression and not really being afraid to come out of your shell and just continue to grow and give us great music. Thank you so much. We rock with you, and I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. You too. I told you all, ladies and great to be exclusive. I just gave them to you, Lil Kiki. Y'all click the links below, tap into the social media, tap into that new album. Until next time, I'm Diamond Kisan signing off. This is a Diamond Kisan production. Yo, it's your boy Diamond Kisan, and y'all know what it is when I do what I do. You got to tune in to my podcast lineup. We got Diamond Kisan presents, and if you're a murderino, you know it's about that Let's Talk Murder with Diamond Kisan. And don't forget, on Tuesdays, it's all about that Tay Time. And that's what the fuck it is. And on Wednesdays, the boy Myron Drew, a.k.a. Cheating Ass Myron, and the girl Paula P with Kubita. Yo, y'all be tapped in www.diamondkisan.com for all things Beat by the boy Tampa. Tampa the beat goes on. Shout out to Five Department Studios. This is what the fuck I do. Y'all thought it was a game. Tampa the beat goes on.